So Bacon opens his essay with a grand statement modeled after the views of Aristotle. So he says that finding pleasure in solicitude is contrary to human character and mind. And he says that it is has it has been it had been hard for him that speaker to have put more truth and untruth together in few words than in that speech. It is very difficult to differentiate between truth and untogether and we can't define it in very can't define it very difficult to differentiate between truth and untruth in a few fraud few words so whosoever delighted in solitude is either a wild beast or a god it is a quotation from aristotle Uh, so here the reference is to aristotle who has said that a man may be so degraded as to be unfit for society or he may be self sufficient and therefore may not need society and therefore the first case he resembles a beast and the second he resembles a god that is a truth means a man who has hatred towards the society will make him as a wild beast and the untruth here he defines is there is no divine character exist in any human no longer he practice towards it or not in the way of finding pleasure alone but in the way out of love and desire by neglecting his self satisfaction so here uh, he opens his essay bacon opens his essay with a grand statement uh, modeled after the views of aristotle that is finding pleasure in solitude is contrary to human character and mind and he expresses his belief in rather strong words so uh, anyone who shuns fellow human beings and uh, retreats to isolation is degraded to the level of a wild beast for it is most true that a natural and secret hatred and aversion towards society in any man hath somewhat of the savage uh, beast but it is most untrue that it should have any character at all of the divine nature except it proceed Uh, not out of pleasure in solitude, but out of love and desire to sequester a man's self. Sequester means uh, withdraw uh, for a higher compensation, such as is found to have been falsely and feignedly in some of the heathens, as Epimenes, Epimenides the Canadian, a new mother Roman, Empedocles the Sicilian, and Apollonius of Tyana, and truly and really. in diverse of the ancient hermits and holy uh, fathers of the church so epimenides is a sage and a poet of crete uh, crete who lived in the 6th century bc and he is said to have remained asleep in a cave for 57 years and numa the roman numa was the second king of rome and he is said to have received instruction from a nymph in a cave and empedocles uh, is a greek philosopher and poet who has supposed to work miracles and to have met his death plunging into the crater of etna so matthew arnold published a dramatic poem with the title empedocles of on etna in 1852 so in this paragraph uh, bacon is uh, totally Uh, dismissive of people who is uh, showing uh, that something is unworthy from the crowd and head for the wilderness and he realizes that uh, remaining silent and cut off from other people uh, it helps the mind to engage in uh, deep thinking so such a deep uh, thinking of mind uh, a person is trying to uh, rediscover himself uh, the truth and wisdom Uh, that uh, dawn on the mediator's mind 
through this prolonged thinking it can be a uh, it can be like uh, that of a hermit and the consequence can be both questionable or desirable so all these uh, non christians that is heathens that is empedocles the sicilian apollonius of tyana and the, the theories they propounded were uh, non conformist for the commoners but all these theories were equally uh, great equally of great philosophical value so spiritual men who retreat from a public eye in and around places of worship have been instrumental in delivering sermons of immense spiritual benefit to mankind so voluntary self denial from society is not always a bad idea after all but little do men perceive what solitude is and how far it extendeth for a crowd is not company and faces are but a gallery of pictures and talk but a tingling symbol symbol is a musical instrument where there is love that means in a large crowd there is a little scope for personal contact and companionship and human faces are no more than pictures in gallery so talk is only the tingling sound of a musical instrument where there is no love so one must uh, learn to differentiate between a crowd and a kinship between society and friendship so one can be uh, lonely inside a multitude too so faces of many people uh, seems like fleeting pictures if the person are not interested with these things and he may be devoid of passion or feelings so it uh, feels like a barren monologue which hardly causes a, a ripple next sentence the latin attach meeteth uh, meeteth with a little magnus vitus magna solitude solitudo because in a great town friends are scattered so that there is no that fellowship for the most part which is in less neighborhoods but we may go further and affirm most truly that it is a mere and miserable solitude to want to friends without which the world is but a wilderness and even in this sense also of solitude whosoever in the frame of this nature and affections is unfit for friendship he taketh it of the beast and not for not from humanity so magna civitas and magna solitudio means a great city is a great solitude in a thickly populated city there is not that companionship that is found in uh, villages latin attachments latin proverb so it means that there is a great solitude in a large city so in such areas people uh, will be separated from one another by long distance uh, village people are separated from one another by long distances so it is impo- impractical to travel such long distances to meet friends and relations so uh, the large size of a city it is actually a barrier on the way of the people uh, who is very concerned about their friends or concern uh, very much interested in cultivating friendship with one another so in a small city or town uh, people tend to live at a shorter distance from each other so they befriend each other and uh, live like a good community
he taketh it uh, taketh it of the beast and not from humanity means a man who is unfit for friendship has something of the beast in him next paragraph a principal fruit of friendship is the ease and uh, discharge of the fullness and swelling of the heart and which passions of all kinds do cause and induce we know disease of stoppings and suffocations are the most dangerous in the body it is not much otherwise in the mind you may take salsa to open the liver steel to open the spleen flower of sulfur for the lungs castoreum for the brain but no receipt openeth the heart but a true friend to whom uh, you may impart grief joys fears hopes suspicions counsels and whatsoever lieth upon the heart to oppress it in a kind of civil shift or confession salsa is salsa uh, parilla it is a tonic drink made from the roots of a tropical american plant and castoreum is a uh, brown strong smelling substances got from the beaver once used in medicine and perfumery res uh, here res it means recipe uh, means medicine prescribed so he concludes by saying that whatsoever lieth upon the heart to oppress it in a kind of civil shift or confession that is we can confess anything that oppresses our hearts to our friends we can confess anything that oppresses our hearts to our friends so a principal fruit of friendship is the ease and discharge of the fullness and swellings of the heart which passions of all kinds do cause and induce so a friendship must have possess all the feelings and passions as its main strands and it should be a very strong uh, bond between two hearts where one is able to share all the emotions to his friend in its full measure uh, that is the fullness and swellings of the heart which passions of all kinds do cause and induce we know diseases of stoppings and suffocations are the most dangerous in the body and it is not much otherwise in the mind you may take salsa to open the liver steel to open the spleen flowers of sulfur for the lungs castoreum for the brain but no receipt uh, openeth the heart but a true friend to whom you may impart grief joy fears hopes suspicions counsels and whatsoever lieth upon the heart to oppress it in a kind of civil shift or confession so we all know how uh, disturbing or weak and fatal heart ailments can be uh, so if we possess a pleasant and intimate conversation between our friends it brings back a, a great power to our heart it will create a strong healthy or a strong mind to us and it elevates our mood and it decreases our depression and it also helps uh, the uh, to recover our worries from the heart and there is no panacea panacea means a situation for all uh, dissatisfaction uh, for our heart disease which can which can match uh, the curative value of the presence of good friends by sick persons bedside so uh, in uh, here bacon advises that a live chat between our friends they unburden the uh, heart of the sick person and make him feel better from all the worries he possesses 
so uh, here he says that there are medicines or devices to correct a malfunction uh, of our internal organs that uh, like he recommends that sursa to open the liver steel to open the spleen flowers of sulfur for the lungs and castoreum for the brain but there is no receipt no medicine to open our heart so only a good friendship maintain the health of a good heart so next paragraph it is a strange thing to observe how high a rate uh, great kings and monarchs do set upon this fruit of friendship whereof we speak so great as they purchase it many times at the hazard of their own safety and greatness for princes in regard of the distance of their fortune from that of their subject and servants cannot gather this fruit except to make themselves cap capable thereof they raise some persons to be as it were companions and almost equals to themselves uh, which may time sort of inconvenience the modern languages gives unto such persons the name of favorites of private doors naming them participes curarum share that means sharers of their cares for it is that which tieth the knot and we see plainly that uh, this hath uh, been done not by weak and passionate princes only uh, but by the wisest and politic that ever reigned who have of times joined to themselves some of their servants whom both themselves have called friends and allowed others likewise to call them in the same manner using the word which is received between private men private doors means intimate friends civil shrift means confession to a friend so it is a strange thing to observe how high a rate great kings and monarchs do set upon this fruit of friendship whereof we speak so great as they purchase it many times at the hazard of their own safety and greatness so here bacon is giving the examples of kings and monarchs and also allied people so who go to unusual length of uh, befriending good and worthy befriend good and worthy people so to bring in the good people the kings and monarchs give them uh, generous rewards through wealth and also bestow of honor so such efforts to cultivate friendship can be fraught at times as the hand picked friends may turn hostile causing harm to the uh, harm to the benefactors so for princes in regard to the distance of their fortune from that of their subjects and servants cannot gather this fruit except that means to make themselves capable thereof they raise some persons to be as it were companions and almost equals to themselves which many times sorteth to inconvenience so a gulf difference there exists between the ruling elite and the subject and it is very large that it cannot be bridged through normal ways the princes develop a uh, liking for some particular individuals and to bring them uh, close uh, the rulers raise their status and give them um, various official powers so the here the intention is to win their friendship or to gain their friendship so uh, such generosity and eagerness to elevate individuals to keep them in good humor it may sometimes cause unanticipated uh, destruction or worries so this becomes the possibility when the person chosen is intrinsically wicked in his intent the modern language gives give unto such persons the name of favorites or private doors as if 
it were matter of grace or conversation so in the individuals entering the coterie of the sovereign are termed as favorites or privados privados means very close friends uh, in modern language so these individuals merely add grace and give company like a friend next line but the roman name attaineth the true use and cause thereof naming them partibus curarium for it is uh, that which tieth the knot so in its true sense uh, the name is apparent in what uh, the romans called these individuals participus curarium means sharer of cares and there are they are the ones who share the uh, sufferings and worries of the monarch and uh, they just give, give company to those persons so these uh, favorites are few and they are called participus curarium it means sharer of cares of those who share the anxiety and worries of the monarch so these are very close uh, friends who offer their counsel to the rulers and it is uh, this sharing of responsibilities or sufferings that builds the bond of true friendship and we see plainly that this has been done not by weak and passionate princes only but by the wisest and most politic that ever reigned who have often times joined to themselves some of their servants whom both themselves have called friends and allowed uh, allowed other likewise to call them in the same manner using the word which is received between private men so such practice of uh, opting some particular individuals among the subjects uh, it was followed not only by weak and emotional rulers but also of very Uh, capable and also uh, having formidable strength and uh, political powers so the king addresses these members of the crowd uh, very graciously as friends and they ask other members of the royalty and bureaucracy to address them so so here he discussing of uh, friendship and begins with the count of Aristotle who so ever delighted in solitude is either a wild beast or a god so it is hard for aristotle to speak the mixture of both the truth and untruth and here he differentiate between truth and untruth out of these phrase and he also list some non christian characters who have perceived this phrase wrongly uh, that uh, called as heathens epimenides and then no mother roman Empedocles, the Sicilian, Apollonius of Tyana, and Tyana, and these are ancient hermits away from Christianity, and the extension of solitude releases a man about the real solitude. And gathering as a crowd with tingling symbol, without love is not divinity. And uh, again, he adds a Latin proverb that a great city is a great solitude. and he gives reasons for that latin proverb that in a great city friends are scattered and there lacks uh, fellowship or neighborhood and in order to get rid of the loneliness one should go out and meet friends because solitude will make their life wilder and they will be cast as a beast and again he says that one who lacks uh, the capacity to get filter into friendship they have been considered as a beast rather than a human 
In the next uh, paragraph, he explains about the speciality of friendship compared with physical speciality, that is, an utilitarian approach of life. And he says the prime motto of friendship is to understand the feelings which makes the heart swell. And it is very dangerous when the body doesn't exhibit natural discharges from our body. But it is less compared to the mental discharge without exhibiting the feeling. And he is also listing out some medicinal perceptions to cure the physical illness. But our heart will be cured only with a true friend where we share and care each other. So uh, here he uh, giving some examples that is Sosa steel Sosa to open the liver, steel to open the spleen, flower of sulfur for the lungs, castorium for the brain and no receipt, no medicine to open the heart. So no medicine is there is there to cure the heart. And in the final paragraph, he Bacon feels his wishes of a highest rate having friendship with commoners. And he says that it is strange when the kings and monarchs dwell in kind of friendship like the said and they can save themselves with safety and greatness. And a prince can underneath his level from higher subject and to be a friend with common people and treat them equally. And in modern times, they can be called as privados. In Spanish, it means uh, intimate privados. It's Spanish name. It actually it means intimate friend with whom the king can share their anxieties. And Romans follows this in the name of participus curarium, that is, sharer of their cares. It is not that the kings are weak, but they are. And um, the king can join with some of his friends, even though they are servants, and they can call themselves with some kind of nickname in private or a word between private men. So it is not that uh, the kings are weak, but they are uh, win and more politic.